Hey, what's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. One more time back at you on this lovely Thursday. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. This is uh, Terminal Transmissions. We're a little nerd-style pop culture talk show type of situation. We like to get into TV show news. We like to talk a little bit about science and tech. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kickstarters involved in that. Yeah, some watches. Uh, we talk about upcoming movies. Yeah. And we definitely like the video games. Absolutely. And that's both in our show and in IRL life. We <laughs> play a lot of them and talk about them a lot. <laughs> So, yeah, this is episode 43. Holy um, shit. Yeah, that is – we're T-minus episode 50, which I feel like we got to get sick tats. <laughs> we got to get, like, episode <laughs> 50 face tattoos. Match, oh, God. Matching eyebrow tats. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, we're going to get into uh, a new a new Neil Gaiman show uh, called The Building, which is supposedly have some uh, sliders kind of themes oh. going on with it. Uh, we're going to talk about synthetic organ replacements and some new advancements that have been made in that. We're going to get into the Overwatch graphic novel being canceled and conject a little bit about what that might mean. Mm. Uh, and then we are going to talk about uh, some new news that came out regarding the Bone comic book being adapted into a movie. Fuck yeah. So starting out in television, we're going to talk about The Building, which is a new upcoming show by Neil Gaiman, yes. which I'm real mega pumped about. So apparently it was uh, it's being adapted from uh, a movie mm-hmm. that it was like straight to Netflix, right? Called Parallels, I believe. Yeah, Parallels, and it's just like a continuation of that story. I yeah. guess and it was exactly. even saying that there's potential for the, some of the same actors and actresses to be in it, maybe. So which is really cool. But basically, yeah, it's very Sliders esque, which I love. Fucking love Sliders. Sliders was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Yeah, so when I found out about this show, I immediately told Garrett about it because I'm like, all right, it's Neil Gaiman and he's making Sliders. I love Neil Gaiman and Sliders. That's right down Garrett's alley hole. Yeah, so apparently the the building, which is why it's called The Building, is just this place that it doesn't explain it apparently in the movie, uh, but it, it is a place where you go and it just has an infinite number of rooms in it. Each one is a completely different reality it's a different earth with a different timeline with different stuff going on a very a la sliders and sliders was basically the same premise minus the building it was well yeah there was more sliding (laughs) yeah it was basically a tv remote they slowed and (laughs) past participle (laughs) yeah so yeah sliders is basically just this tv remote that they had that would count down and then it would scloop open a fucking portal then they would go through the portal and end up in just the same thing basically is like right some alternate history or alternate thing, something else happened in the timeline and then seeing the repercussions of it. And some of them were really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. That was the best part about Sliders was just seeing like a different world, a different reality every single episode, which is really fucking neat. They rarely ever, I think they did it a few times, but they, they did a couple episodes where it was like, okay, we're still here because that was a weird thing uh, in Sliders is that like, they were trying to get home. And then apparently that's going to be a big point in the building is like, it's really hard to get home because you don't, you don't know which door to go through. And it's basically the same thing. It's like each time that they slid in sliders, they didn't know where they were going, but they were just trying to get back to the earth that they had left. But 
the problem is that there's potentially an infinite number of these universes. So right. the likelihood of ever coming across the same one is pretty much zero. And they never knew how long they'd be there. Oh, well, I mean, when they slid, they didn't. When they when they arrived, the timer would start counting down. And sometimes it was like 12 minutes. And sometimes it was like 76 hours. Right. And so it's like, all right, well, we had, just have to hang out on in this planet where dinosaurs still exist. That yeah, so that was an app. was off real. The chain. Uh, th- and there were really cool ones. There were like, there was one where like everyone was a lawyer. It was like something like 98% of the Earth's populace was a lawyer. And so that's good. That's so good. There was one where uh, it was like the Wild West, but lawyers were gunslingers. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like you could just win a court case or like whatever. You were right by the court of law if you if you could just like out quick draw McGraw somebody. So good. Yeah, that's such a good ep- that, that's such a good premise. So anyway. I, I, I think this is going to be cool. Neil Gaiman is goddamn incredible. Uh, I think he's a, like... Garrett's a big Neil Gaiman fan. Yeah, I think he's a modern-day fucking like, master of writing. Uh, I think that this is kind of a perfect avenue for him. And I'm really mega pumped to see what comes out of this, man. Yeah, I'm really interested. I love the premise also. In fact, coincidentally, I watched... Um, Dirk told me about a little short cartoon today. Uh, it's basically a pilot uh, episode uh-huh. of a cartoon on Cartoon Network that you can watch on their YouTube channel called uh-huh. uh, The Infinity Train. Uh, and it's a very similar concept. Is it? Uh, so it's basically this girl who's on a train and she just keeps going through rooms that have different types of... Oh, so it's some like of each them, car? Yeah, e- each thing? car is like... It could be like a puzzle or like mm. a, a different universe. Like in the little short, she goes into this car and uh-huh. it's like a world where everyone is a corgi and they're all like sentient and they have like some <laughs> problem that she needs to solve. But it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, um, regardless, it's a cool premise. And actually stole the You Got Farts joke. Oh, really? Yeah, our You Got Farts bit is uh, in the episode. Oh, no. Um, as you do. But anyway, it looks great, but it's that same kind of concept. Right, right, like, right. It's you like, just have to keep going and going yeah. through all these different alternate things. And, <laughs> and cool I thing. love that. I love that trope. And right. it's hard to even use the word trope because it's been done like four times. Right, right, right. But yeah, I, I'm a huge sucker for like alternate dimensions and alternate mm-hmm. timelines. Right. That's why I love Rick and Morty. That's why Dragon Ball Super is fucking me up because right. it's so convoluted right now. Right. Bro. Yeah, it, it's really cool. And it's it's one of the biggest reasons. I love it too. And it's one of the biggest reasons why I love the authority. The authority dipped mm-hmm. into that quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And they had the bleed and it would lead uh, to like... Invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To it. Yeah. It, it, it's a pretty common one in, in comics. They they like using that. Yeah. that but it, the, the, uh, those sort of ones differ just in the sense that you're forced to progress through these. Right. Whereas on all the other things we just mentioned, it's optional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas like with sliders and the building and infinity train, you, your only choice is right. to keep going. Yeah. You're trying to get back to find the right one that gets you back to where you need to be. Right. And then there's always the mind fuck where like you get to one that's almost this there. This is it. This yep. is the one. It's like butterfly effect almost where yep. it's like, okay, this is the one. And then it's like, no, actually people here have 19 toes. Yep. I always like that in sliders. They would do it every once in a while where it'd be like almost there. And then it's like, oh, but like in this universe, like you hit that dude with a bat and and you're, you have to go to prison now. Yeah. Oh, so cool. That wasn't a very good. <laughs> if you hit someone with a bat in here, you go to prison. Oh, well, I meant like there was one where Quinn alternate from that universe had done a criminal act and then slid out. Oh, so when he came in, I don't remember what his crime was, but they were like, oh, no, like we got to lock villain. you back up. Yeah, You're the villain, because he was like a big time bad guy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. actually do remember that episode, but I was confused. I was like, you hit someone in the back, go to jail. That's here. <laughs> that is this one. Yeah, yeah. You can. But you made usually, it back. It's usually more like they spend like 15 minutes being like, this is it. This is the real world. And uh-huh. the last minute you find out that when people turn 30, they get murdered. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're like, oh, right. nope, this is not it. Yeah, and, and the coolest part about sliders was that, like, some were incredibly similar to, to our world, but, like, one thing would be different. And then in some of them. It was like, everyone is digital. Yeah, yeah. There was one of them where, like, people just had wings. Mm-hmm. Like, people just had, it had, humans had evolved, like, angel wings. Yep. And that's just fucking dope. So, yeah. Just, just the potential for, like, you can just make up stuff infinity is awesome. Yep. So, so I love it. Uh, watch Sliders, watch Rick and Morty, watch that Infinity Train short, read The Authority, read Invincible. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then watch The Building when it comes out. And yeah. that was our segment on Sliders. <laughs> so getting into science and tech, um, as I do, I want to talk about sort of uh, post-humanism and human longevity and medical technology that's going to make us immortal. There was actually an American Society of Nephrology Kidney Week 2016 at McCormick Place in Chicago, where like a bunch of scientists who study like kidney health and the future of like kidney transplants and whatnot all get together and they're like, look at these cool advancements we made. Uh, But a couple of Dutch researchers from a few different universities, uh, they presented their, their research, which was about bioengineered kidneys which is where they essentially take what well, I'm going to use this. I'm going to, I'm going to say this whole uh, acronym. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually conditionally immortalized human renal proximal tubular epithelial cells or SIPTEX. Um, uh, and they actually use those cells on a, <laughs> they were stretching so hard with that. Yes. A polyether sulfone, polyether sulf, I don't know. Some type of fucking Squirm. polymer. Mm-hmm. And they make uh, hollow fiber membranes out of this polymer, and then they bombard them with these SIPTEC cells. Uh, okay. And they were able to create a living membrane, which a huge part of a lot of our systems as a human, but kidneys specifically, is a tissue membrane that molecules can pass through. Okay. And that's something that we've had a very hard time duplicating mm-hmm. in in our sort of organ creation tech. Okay. Uh, with 3D printing, that's a lot harder to create because like if you're 3D printing a heart, it just has like compartments, well, compartments and like veins and vessels and arteries mm-hmm. that just open up and, and, and go through. But whereas the kidney actually has a membrane that filters, right. which is important in, in its function. Right. So they were able to create this artificial membrane uh, and build a functional bioartificial kidney. Wow. So it's obviously a long way away from sure. being like, we're going to slap these into a man. But man, it's like the implication. Right, right, right. It's T minus. We're just not going to have to be organ donors anymore. Yeah. And it's, so that same technology could then be used for artificial livers or right. pancreas. Um, and those are like some of the big ones. Like, right. Obviously, heart and lung transplants are the ones pretty much the number one thing. Um, but also kidneys, liver, and pancreas right. are right there on the list. Yeah, that's fucking dope. So if we can just print them and grow them and just slap them into people when they're fucked up, that's that's it. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Because like right now, people are just waiting for organs. They're just mm-hmm. dying. Yep. It's like, oh, there's not enough There's not enough people dying, giving away organs that match yours, so you yeah. just have to die too. Whereas yeah. in the future, they'll just be like, plurp, splurp, right. 3D printed it. So like, you know, we've already been able to grow artificial lungs. We've been able to create retinas using stem cells. We've been able to 3D print artificial bones and a heart. Now it's getting to the point where we can create these like membranous organs that filter things out of your body. Yeah. And that's like, it's, we're so close. And honestly, yeah. like, I don't even know if we're going to need them. <laughs> the technology of like, <laughs> right. no more entropy to, of your cells right. might, might come out at the same day. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, we just inject you with this fucking glorps. And yeah. Then yeah. Your organs don't fail. So you don't need to replace that's them. That's so funny. And yeah. I, you're absolutely right. 
And then I guess like acts of God, tra- like traumas would be the only reason, mm-hmm. right? Because you could still get like in a car wreck and have to have a kidney replaced. Right, right. But yeah, actual like organ failure due to like disease or old age <laughs> would just not be a thing. That's so cool. But either way, the technology's cool. The implication, mm-hmm. keep me alive forever. Make right. me a robot man. Do it. Skynet me. Yeah. Beam me up, dude. Yeah, say I won't get beamed up. Yeah. Also, PSA, go become an organ donor. Scumbags. Do it. Yeah. They're... Yes, go do that thing. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's actually like it's really. I'm not trying to fucking soapbox, but it, it is. It's actually crazy. Like I, I, I don't remember the actual stats, but like a year ago, I actually read a thing that was I- explaining like there are so many like basically like car accidents, etc. That people are just like fucked up. But if they were just all organ donors, that, that basically there would not be an organ donor list. Yep. And it's like if you, if like basically everyone. I mean, maybe maybe this is going to make me sound like an asshole. Maybe it's whatever. But I feel like it should just be mandatory. Right. I I don't think that it should be optional, but that's just me. Here's the thing. I also don't want a soapbox. When I was a kid, my mom used to tell me that if you're an organ donor, the government would keep your organs and do it like um, experiments on you that were like amoral and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now as an adult, A, I don't believe that. And B, even if it's true, like sign me up. Yeah. Who cares? Snatch my kidneys out of my dead body and right. do experiments to like save other people. Yeah. Fucking, I don't care. <laughs> I definitely think that if you aren't already on the or- organ donor list, that if it comes up that you need an organ transplant, you just don't get to. Well, and here, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's actually a good point. But here's the thing. So it's kind of like, okay, you can be an organ donor uh-huh. or you can not be an organ donor at your personal choice, but that's just the same as just throw me in the trash. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. If, you, if you're not an organ donor and you die, they're just throwing your body in the trash. Right, right, right. It's like, I don't believe in it on some weird level. You could save like 10 fucking lives yeah. with your shitty ass organs. Yeah. But the, you're just going to be thrown in the trash no, or, I want or, my... or set on fire. Yeah, yeah. And and it actually it actually does piss me off. And I know, I know that we are fucking tangential right now but like i it really is something that aggravates me yeah that it's like first and foremost yeah like i i feel like if you told people that like hey if if you're not an organ donor at the time we're like oh shit now i need a kidney now i'm waiting on one if you weren't already one now you don't get to go on that list because you fucked that up for yourself like i i would be perfectly okay with that just to incentivize yeah it's like it's like take a penny leave a penny right but but (laughs) Take a kidney, leave a kidney. And so, uh, but yeah, I I do. I, I think that it should just be mandatory, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Like, I don't think that it should be something where you go, no, I just don't believe that I should be able to, like, help people out that, like, need organs. Yes. If I get in a car accident and, like, I'm brain dead. Yes. I don't. No, you should just, that's not an option for you. Go away. If you don't, if you're not an organ donor, you're basically the same person as Frank Reynolds. And you believe that a dead body is just a piece of trash. (laughs) So in video games, we're going to talk a little bit about Overwatch again, but not really the game. Kind of. We'll we'll probably get into it. Yeah, probably. So anyway, Sombra's dope. Anyway, First Watch was a graphic novel that actually was in production for quite a while. Right. Um, I think actually before the game was uh, like even came out, yep. it was going to basically explain a lot more of the backstory because right, again, sort of like the origin of mm-hmm. Overwatch team. Yeah, because because as we've if, as we've mentioned before in Overwatch, you're playing like the next generation, right? Basically, there are a few Anna, Reinhardt, Mercy, etc. They were they were in the the original crew, 
but there were a whole mess of other people. And so, yeah, basically, like, that's the whole intro cinematic is that uh, Winston is like, he calls to arms, basically, Overwatch. Right. And, and it's it's like a new crew. But anyway, this graphic novel was going to go through a bit of the story of the original team and, and provide a lot of context and what had happened in the, the first Omnic War, which is really, really cool. And I would love to see it. And it was actually supposed to come out this month. Mm-hmm. And even like two months ago, they were like, yeah, it's November. Mm-hmm. But yesterday it was announced that it was canceled completely. Yep. And that it will not, it's not delayed. It's canceled. Yep. And they specifically were like, oh, well, it's kind of going in a different direction now than where the comic was going to go. So, yeah. Yeah, so their explanation was just essentially that throughout the process of the game being released mm-hmm. and stuff, that's the what everything that's happened over the last like six or seven months uh-huh. has led to them changing the storyline enough that they didn't feel comfortable releasing the graphic novel. Now, well, that's fine and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is what I told Garrett right before we started this. It doesn't make sense. Right. There's no reason to cancel it. It's your graphic novel. Right. You can just change it. Right. You right. can just be like, oh, this is the story now. No one ever knew. Right. It's printed. Right. What I think right on the hot and zesty heels of them talking about wanting to do other types of media like TV shows or movies. Mm-hmm. I think they canceled it because they're going to make a fucking TV show or a movie. I absolutely agree. Probably with very similar storyline to what the graphic novel was going to be. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we could put out this graphic novel and it'd be cool and people would like it. Or we could just funnel that budget into a fucking Netflix absolutely. show. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. And, and it even gets to what we were talking about, about the TV show is like potentially focusing on that stuff, the right. old stuff, because that was that's the thing that makes the most sense, right? Because if you are, are if you come out with a, an Overwatch TV show and it's focusing on the hot and zesty shit that's going on right now in the in the actual like game storyline, right? Then you have to actually like, oh fuck, like we got to move some stuff around, yeah. Et you, you have to care about your sort of like plot holes in your mm-hmm. canon a lot more if you're right. if your your storyline and your game and your show are in tandem right whereas if you're right back you know fucking 20 years ago or whatever uh-huh. you have a huge buffer right that you can just say whatever you want yep. and then you can just be like and then 20 years passed and you got westworlded <laughs> right and so yeah it's really cool because that's what i wanted anyway right i want it to be basically almost exactly what star wars did with clone wars like they basically did the same thing it was like we're gonna jump into this different period of history that the movies never touched on and we're and just kind of alluded to and now we have free reign to do whatever the fuck we want yeah. and i think that that's exactly what they should do i think that they should get into the original omnic stuff because they don't really have to worry about it overlapping with anything. They can mm-hmm. just be like, Mercy's there, Torbjorn's there, fucking, you know, all of these people that are in the game, but much younger, and just like, they can do whatever they want. They can throw in any other character, and it's like, oh, we just hadn't talked about that person yet. Yeah. So, Star Wars Clone Wars CG series on Cartoon Network takes place between episodes two and three. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they just made up bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and Anakin just had a fucking apprentice the whole time, which makes no goddamn <laughs> no sense. sense at no all. No sense. And then she just fucking flew off to Clemstown whenever yeah. he became a dingus. Yeah. It it really didn't make any sense, but it was cool. And that's what you can do. Yeah, you it, absolutely it, can. Yeah. If you're writing back about, like, before, like, 10, 15, 20 years before the uh-huh. game starts, you can just do whatever you want. Yep. You can just be like, there was this other guy there the whole time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No one can say that it's not. What is the actual time frame? It's like 23 years, something like that. Because I think 
in that, so there's that picture of the founders of Overwatch. Right. And I think it was said that Farrah's 12 in that picture, and yeah. now she's 35, if I remember okay. correctly. Yeah, yeah. So that would make it somewhere around yeah, 20, 20, 23. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that would make sense. And yeah. that's such a huge, like, pad for you to just be like, oh, yeah. Clem happened, and Schlorpy was there, and now he's <laughs> fucking dead. And the great right. thing about Overwatch is they've proven about six times already that they can kill off their old characters and then just be like, just kidding. <laughs> they were in the shadows the whole time. <laughs> right. I removed my mask and I'm not really Winston. I'm soldier again. I wasn't dead twice. I was wearing a gorilla suit, which I think is one of those. Like, right. The sniper's wear. Yeah, yeah. It's made out of clothes. <laughs> yeah. And I really like that trope. And I honestly, I hope that Overwatch keeps doing it. Yeah. I actually like it. I like that they make bits about they it in the game. Keep doing it. Yeah, they like literally like five or six characters in the game have been like thought dead, and we're yeah. like, just kidding. Yeah, it's. Awesome. I was in the turlet the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, honest to God, I, I hope they. Re- I hope they keep doing it where they're just like, oh yeah, I was I was dead. No, I just I was hiding for a while, and now I'm gonna just I, I have cool powers. Yep, I have a mask now. But the best part is, and just like just like we talked about a while back, is that like. They've already done such a good job with their shorts that, like, I think a TV show would be goddamn incredible. Yeah, make it happen, Netflix. Yeah. Or wherever. Yeah, anywhere at all. Sci-fi, let's go. So, getting into movies, uh, Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about, because this is actually apparently something that's been kind of caught up in development hell for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was some news about the movie adaptation of Bone, mm-hmm. which uh, Bone uh, was a graphic novel which ran from like the 90s to like the mid 2000s. Uh, I don't know if people out there have read it. It's fucking really good. Was it uh, good? Yeah, you never read Bone. I, I read a little bit of it. I never followed it. It was I picked up a trade and I read. I read basically the whole trade and I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was cool, but I never like followed it. You no. should read it again now that you're in a deal. Oh yeah, uh, it's really long. Okay. Bone is long. The full, if you get the full entire book, it's like yeah. a Bible sized. Damn. Um, but yeah, so it's basically about these three brothers. Uh, they're all bones. Uh, I don't off the top of my head remember what their names are. It's like fucking Fonzie Bone and like Smile Bone and like Dick Bone. Uh, but anyway, so they all live in Bone Town uh, and then like a monster attacks and they all like get knocked off a cliff and they mm-hmm. land in this forest. So they're like these weird ghost skeleton looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost, anthropomorphic, just white blob people. Right. Uh, and they land in, like, real town. It's uh-huh. like fantasy land. There's, like, princes and dragons and right. like, a war going on with, like, monsters. And they're totally caught off guard because they just were, like, three dumb brothers who, like, lived on a farm together. Right. And then they get thrown into, like, this wild fantasy war Game of Thrones, basically. Okay. And so they're totally out of their element. But it's a great – it's a really, really good book. It's, it's so good. Um, so we got news that – a director has been signed on and it's the guy who directed Kung Fu Panda and the little prince, which Such a he, departure it is, but is it really though? No, because Kung Fu Panda was one of those. Yeah. It was definitely like, this is for kids, but also adults would love it too. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the best way to go about bone would be live action with CGI. Hmm. Like do all the humans and stuff live action and okay. the sets and then do like the dragons and monsters and, and the bones uh, with CGI. Okay. I think that makes the most sense. But anyway, uh, so that dude, he didn't win, but he was nominated for Oscars for both of those movies. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. For like best animated film. What? Uh, he didn't win either one, but still being nominated sure. is huge. And Kung Fu Panda um, is dope. Yeah, yeah. 
So they uh, are envisioning the, the uh, Bone movie as a trilogy. Obviously, the first one has to succeed or it might just get sure. fucking um, Terminator. What was the new Terminator movie? Resurrect. Genesis. Genesis, yeah. Where yeah, it yeah. was supposed to be a trilogy and then yeah. they just quietly were like, where's yeah. the delete button? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think that the concern, at least for me, because this guy it deals with some heavy material, honestly, uh-huh. it's not like a kid's book right. in any regard. And I think that my concern, especially coming from someone who did The Little Prince and Kung Fu Panda, is mm-hmm. we don't want it to be like Alvin and the Chipmunks or right. fucking Smurfs or fucking Garfield. Sure. It needs to be like a legitimate, mm-hmm. like something that respects the source material. Well, apparently uh, the guy respects the source material okay like he straight up was like i love bone i respect it like i've been reading it for a long time i know about it um he's also producing so that kind of gives us a little bit more of a shield from like hollywood getting a hold of it and and smurfing it right um because they do like to smurf things that movie was fucking trash god they made two did they They made two they made two they made two alvin and the chipmunks movies they made two garfield movies they made a marmaduke really they made a marmaduke I didn't know that. They made a Marmaduke. I had to work. I, I used to work at Alamo Draft House, and I had to fucking work that Smurfs movie like several times. And it was fucking. That was quitting words. <laughs> Dude, it was it was a nightmare. It's like unwatchable trash. Dude, I, I hated like working it, not even having to sit down and watch it, just having to listen to it. I was embarrassed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But you should definitely read Bone. I'm a little yeah. surprised, frankly. Yeah. When uh when I lived in Salt Lake City, um the library, which mm-hmm. was within walking distance of our of our house, actually had a lot of graphic novels and comics. Oh really? Uh and so we would just check stuff out and just crush through them. Yeah. Um like I read all of uh fifty two. Oh really? Just like checked it out from the library, okay. like the trades. Yeah. Um but yeah, I checked out Bone and it was a fucking huge book. Okay. It was like for a graphic novel, the entire full thing is like like a Game of Thrones book. Jeez, inside. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's huge. But uh, I crushed it all in like a couple of days, just reading nonstop. That's fucking dope. Um, and it's really good. I was so impressed because it was what I put it off for a long time. Mm-hmm. When I read it, it was like 2008, which wow. was like three years after it had stopped being written. Right. But yeah, so everyone, I highly recommend it. At the very least, just do a little research and be like, oh, this would probably be really cool as a yeah. movie. You know, I'm into anything. A- comic adaptations of anything. Sure. Like, when are we getting like an Invincible movie? Woo! Man, I actually need to get caught up on that. Oh. I read a lot of it. I read quite a lot of it, but it, I, I'm it, there, still, there is a lot. Yeah, I'm still I'm still like a grip behind. It's, uh, it's over now, right? I thought they were still doing it. No, I think it just recently ended. Oh, really? Or is, it, or is it ending imminently? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was just keep on keeping on, but it was really good, and I and I liked it. I just I was reading it on my computer, and I hate that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's very hard. hard. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I'd like to see where it goes. We'll get more news, casting, and all that shit, and. Hopefully, fairly soon, we'll find out which way they're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think it'll probably... the. Be- I think the best way to do it would be live-action sets, human characters live-action, uh-huh. with then non-human characters being CG. Or even some of the monsters could even be practicals. Oh, that'd be cool. If they want to, you know, titillate yes. me. Yeah, Star Wars did a really good job yeah, with exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the, I think... I don't think the bones could be done any way other than CGI, just sure. because of their size and shape makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just, can we keep this going and just get adaptations of all the things that I've ever liked? <laughs> yeah. Cause it do just it. doesn't stop. Yeah. I'm getting a Bucky O'Hare, huh? Oh, Bucky O'Hare had the coolest design characters and it uh-huh. is now unwatchable. Yep. It absolutely is. I loved it at like four. And then like at 18, I was like, what, what was that duck with the arms? Did I, he had multiple arms. Yeah. Did I duck? He's a space, like a duck. Vigilante, yeah, like what weapons, weapons sergeant in, uh, on their ship, and he was just the coolest goddamn like 
four gun slinging guy. Yeah. And he was so cool. He was my favorite character as yeah. a kid. Like it was basically Daffy Duck with Goros. <laughs> yeah. With, with a gun in each. And he was just fucking people yeah, up. He's, beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. He's got it. Can we get a modern day reboot? That would be dope. Oh, I think I think that Bucky O'Hare would do really fucking well. Yeah. Because would. the concept of Bucky O'Hare is really, really neat. And it's kind of interesting that it didn't, because there weren't that many episodes of Bucky O'Hare. Right. It's one of those, like a Pirates of Darkwater, where yeah. you're like, why didn't this get finished dude, ever? Fucking dude. God damn. That needs to get a fucking reboot. Yeah, Pirates when's of our, Darkwater. When's, was, our, when's our 80s and 90s Saturday morning cartoon podcast coming out? Yeah, Jesus Christ. But I love Pirates of Darkwater. I used to read Pirates of the Darkwater comics. Yep. Those are fucking dope. I wish I still had them. Noisia Tot, y'all. Stupid Monkey Bird. Oh, yeah. Off the chain. Well, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's about... All of that, episode 43. Sealing it. I'm going to talk to y'all next time. Yeah. Bye.